Good evening from Jeffries, New York. You are listening to Jeffries U.S. Market Minutes, a daily podcast brought to you by the Jeffries U.S. Equity Trading Desk, where we offer a recap and provide some perspective on today's U.S. market action. Good evening. This is John Hartnett, and it's Monday, February 1st. The Reddit retail army took aim today at two new asset classes, driving prices of both silver equities as well as biotech stocks to record highs in some cases. We'll have more on that in a minute, but first, let's take a look at the markets. U.S. equity markets had their single best day in 10 weeks on Monday, with the S&P 500 closing up 1.61%, the Nasdaq closing up 2.55%, the Dow Jones closing up 76 basis points. This comes on the back of Friday being the worst performance for U.S. markets since October. Small-cap stocks also fared better in the U.S., with the Russell 2000 breaking a five-day losing streak and closing up 2.7%. The FANG stocks regained their market leadership on Monday, with shares of Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google closing up 2.5% on average, and that is ahead of tomorrow afternoon's earnings releases from both Amazon and Google parent company Alphabet. On the macro front, we did receive January ISM manufacturing data this morning, which came in slightly below expectations. The main focus in the markets today, however, was the dramatic rally in silver, both the commodity as well as the SLV ETF, as well as strength in a basket of highly shorted biotech stocks. It seems that both silver and biotech were the two new areas of focus for retail investors this week, leaving many of last week's high flyers to close significantly lower today. Shares of SLV closed higher by 7%, and the biotech ETF XBI finished the day up 4.4%. With regards to biotech, it's worth noting that Jeffrey's analyst Mike Yee did publish a report Sunday night looking at the 40 biotech stocks with the highest short interest that were likely short squeeze candidates. Many of those stocks did trade significantly higher today. Feel free to follow up with your local Jeffrey's sales coverage for a copy of that report. With regards to sector performance on Monday, all U.S. sectors finish in the green with consumer discretionary, tech, and communication services, the three best performers. Meanwhile, energy, utilities, and healthcare were all laggards. If we dive a little further into the sectors, the best performing subsector today was metals and mining, led higher by the euphoria in silver mentioned earlier. Semiconductors also outperformed after OnSemi, ticker ON, reported better 4Q results before the market opened. A few subsectors that did in fact close in the red today would include food and staple retailing, led lower by stocks Kroger, Walmart, and Walgreens, as well as managed care stocks and the apparel and textile sector. It's worth noting that many of the stocks which lagged today were last week's best performers, and price levels have subsided on a slowdown in short covering. Let's take a look at some factors. Momentum was the best performing factor basket on Monday, followed by growth. This makes sense, of course, given the move higher in FANG stocks we mentioned earlier. A few factors that lag today include value, leverage, and dividend yield. Although, as a reminder, all factor baskets did finish in the green today. It is worth noting the basket containing the highest short interest stocks, a basket which was up nearly 15% last week, finished today only up 10 basis points. We should note we have over 100 S&P 500 companies reporting earnings this week, which may create some directional drivers for the rest of the week. This evening in the semiconductor space, 
NXPI raised 1Q guidance, although that positive news was met with selling pressure in the aftermarket, similar to the trend we have seen for much of the fourth quarter earnings season so far. We do have about 20 S&P 500 companies reporting tomorrow morning, but the main focus from investors remains on Google Parent Alphabet and Amazon, which both report tomorrow night. Before we finish, I'd like to highlight just one additional piece of research that was published this morning by our global microstrategy team. In a report titled, Riding the Bubble, our analyst cautions investors to avoid chasing those high-momentum stocks that have delivered significant returns over the past 12 months. As history shows us, those stocks can possibly underperform their benchmarks for up to three years following periods of outperformance, like the one we just saw in 2020. Do draw your attention to pages 25 and page 27 of the report. You can find a list on page 25 of high-momentum stocks, which we believe still have room to the upside, and another list on page 27 of high-momentum stocks that we think you should avoid. That's all we have for you this evening. Good luck trading, and we'll speak to all of you again tomorrow. Good evening from Jeffries, New York. This is John Hartnett, and you are listening to U.S. Market Minutes, a daily podcast brought to you by the Jeffries U.S. Equity Trading Desk. Thank you.